Hello, and welcome to Sounds from the Shelves. I'm Mika. I'm Sarah. And I'm Lee. Today, we're going to be doing a review of the year, and we are happily joined by an extra member of our podcasting team. Say hello to Tim. Hi, Tim. Hello, hello, hello. Tim, would you like to give a short introduction? Oh, sure. I am a library assistant at the Granite branch, and I have been working on the podcast, I don't know, I've done, what, three or four episodes Something over like several months uh, as the uh, sound editor putting together the uh, episodes before they're uploaded. And you do an amazing job. Yeah. Well, thank you. Funny. You make us all sound very good. Yes. <laughs> yes. Unfortunately, we had another member that wanted to come and couldn't be here, Mindy. So I've got a paper with responses from her that I will periodically read as we're discussing things. <laughs> Excellent. And Carl's here, but he's not mic'd up, so. <laughs> <laughs> Evil laughter from Carl in the background. <laughs> so let's talk about 2022. It's been a year. Oh, yeah. It has. <laughs> um, so we'll start off with what Hopefully, maybe, is the easy questions. We'll find out. Let's share our favorite things from 2022. So favorite book, movie, TV show. All right. I'm going to totally start with TV shows, and I'm going to nerd out a little bit. Rings of Power. Yes. Yes. A thousand times. Yes. (laughs) It's just so beautiful to look at, and I'm just the biggest fantasy nerd. So, yeah, I can talk all day, every day about how beautiful everything was in there. I hear nothing but good about the Rings of Power. I haven't watched any of it, but I hear nothing but good. Um, It makes up for the Wheel of Time. See, I like the Wheel of Time. (laughs) No, I love the Wheel of Time. I just, I don't know what they're doing with it. I mean, that's fair. They did depart from the book quite a bit. Yeah. But I, honestly, I never made it through the series, so I don't know how important it's going to (laughs) be. I made it to book seven. So I made it somewhere in there, like six, seven. And then I just kind of lost my steam and never picked it back up. How many are there? 15? Something like that. I I believe so. Yeah. And they're like over a thousand pages each. So, yeah. I was halfway through book two when I stopped. (laughs) 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 Like I read I read most of them when I was a teenager. That was like my epic fantasy time. I read so many epic fantasies then. But even still with that one, I like I just couldn't make it through them all. It's hard. Um, So Carl and I have been talking about Rings of Power. He's a big Tolkien fan. Um, And what is it? The Cimmerillion? Yeah. Yeah. That has like a lot of the backstory, the family uh, lineage and stuff. Um, That book, that book I threw in the trunk of my car and kept in the trunk of my car for years because I couldn't (laughs) get through it. Which is funny because my husband tells me that's like the the one of all of them that he enjoyed the most. That's what everyone tells me. <laughs> but to be yeah. fair, he's also a linguist, so that mm-hmm. may have something to do with it. <laughs> I, you know, it was just like pages of pages of like, you know, this is so-and-so, son of so-and-so, blah, 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 for like pages. It's like John Steinbeck and his like pages of tumbleweeds, you know, <laughs> like I just I couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the, it's like the Bible, but you don't you don't have the benefit of believing in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. So I'll tell you what my favorite TV show this year was, and it was Heartstopper. 
I love that TV show. I want them to make a million more seasons, <laughs> even though there's not that many of the graphic novel. Yeah. I just want it forever and ever and ever. The what end. Volume four just came out? Five? What is there? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, four came out about a year ago and uh, five should be out sometime next year. It's really cute. Yeah. I'm it's so... like a nice cozy read. Is it? I haven't read it. It's on my list, but. Yeah, it's. I have one of the volumes on my desk at work, um, mainly because I don't have room to like put new graphic novels up anywhere. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I mean, they're really popular. I just, yeah, all the new ones. You don't want to get rid of the old ones because so many people are reading them and they love them. And yeah, it's a hard part of being a librarian trying to figure out what to keep and what to get rid of. It's true. Yeah. You can't do it in front of patrons because they'll be like, why? Why do you get rid of that? <laughs> because there's no space. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah. My favorite TV show this year was Our Flag Means Death. I love pirates. I love gay pirates. It's been a really good watch. Um, and then it like technically came out last year, but I also really like Abbott Elementary. I think it's like a fun like mockumentary yes. about teachers. And it's pretty mm -hmm. accurate. My mom's a teacher. Um, I took some teaching classes at school, so I have like a little bit of experience. And it's very, very funny. My housemates love that TV show. Love it. And they're always cracking up. So, yeah. It's for good reason. It's yeah. really good. Our Flag Means Death has been on my to-watch list for a while. But I don't have HBO Max, so it just keeps sitting there waiting. <laughs> Until so maybe one day it's available somewhere else. Yeah. Hopefully it'll be out on DVD at some point. Hopefully. Mm -hmm. Also, What We Do in the Shadows has been really good this year, oh, too. If I you haven't seen it before, mm, Gay Vampires. It's great. <laughs> That's also another show my housemates watch. Um, and they're like, you got to watch it. I'm like, I, I just don't have time to watch all these shows. Like, I just don't. But, you know, and then I end up watching like all these like docu-series about murder so you know whatever that's <laughs> how it goes right 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 it's my comfort blanket no, i'm just kidding <laughs> i've been watching a series called irma vep it's very meta it's a tv series about making a tv series in the early 1900s there was a silent gangster film serial called la vampires which featured a femme fatale character named irma vep and the characters on the actual TV series are remaking the old serial as a modern TV show. Mm. Now, there was also a movie called Irma Vep in the mid-90s with the same plot about remaking Le Vampires. So it's a remake of a movie that was about remaking a movie. <laughs> yeah, I already love it. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, it's very, it's very slice of life with, you know, just the directors and the actors being dysfunctional at each other. But Awesome. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> you ever been on a film set, whether it's amateur or not? Like, yeah, <laughs> sounds about right. <laughs> so Mindy did not send me a favorite TV show, but she sent me two movies as her favorite movies. So she said it's probably either Uncharted or The Lost City, which I'm not entirely certain if I've seen either of those. I remember seeing trailers for them. <laughs> I did not see either one of those. Sorry, Mindy, we failed you. We did. <laughs> Does anybody else have a favorite movie they want to share? Mine was Everything Everywhere All at Once. I saw it several times in theaters. I watch it on almost like a weekly basis. Personally, for me, it's like the perfect movie. Like, it's my favorite movie of all time now. I think it's phenomenal. I highly, highly recommend it. It's really good. I also liked Marcel the Shell. 
Um, if you ever watched like the YouTube series about Marcel the Shell, it's like they turned it into a movie and it's very cute. Um, you'll probably cry. And they also like Nope from Jordan Peele. Really good as well. I need to get back on my like film list. I'm, <laughs> I'm so out of the loop with movies. <laughs> I, I'm sitting here. I'm like, what movies did I even watch this year? I know I watched some. <laughs> I was doing the same thing. I'm like, did, was Free did Guy I? this year? Yeah. No. No, that was last Free year. Free Guy was last year. Hmm. Yeah, I make lists of movies to watch. And by the time I watch one on my list, it's like, you know, 10 years old. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah pretty much. I watch a lot of old movies yeah. too. <laughs> I even got the, what's that app? Uh, Letterbox. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah. And it, it'll send me things like, oh, we recommend these movies. I'm like, I don't have time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to go back to TV shows real quick mm. because I just had, I just thought of one. So this is, I wouldn't say this is my favorite TV show. This is my favorite TV show that I am forced to watch because I have a three-year-old child at home. <laughs> um, if you haven't watched Bluey, Bluey is hilarious. <laughs> It is um, an Australian kids show. It's animated. They're all dogs. Um, And the mom and the dad and their two kids, like the whole TV show is them playing pretend together. And like not like the scene morphs into imaginary land and everything looks like what it is in their imagination. No, this is them like building forts in their house, like playing pretend, pretend. It's hilarious because it perfectly captures like that parent kid dynamic and what they actually act like. I love it. I've been sucked in against my will. (laughs) As all parents are. (laughs) But they're really short episodes. They're like eight to ten minutes. So you can watch them like super fast. That's not bad at all. And you pick up some Australian slang while you're at it. Nice. (laughs) You have a bunch of kids with an Australian accent now. (laughs) Isn't that what happened with Peppa? Like a bunch of kids started having like a British accent Mm -hmm. after watching Peppa. That wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Anyway, I did think of one movie that I watched this year that I really enjoyed, mostly because I just watched it. Weird, the Weird Al story. I just watched that (laughs) this morning at like 1 (laughs) a.m. It was so funny. So if you like UHF, if you remember UHF and you've watched it and you like it, this is like a comedy in the exact same vein. It is a parody of the rock star story. It is so funny. I love it. Because, of course, Weird Al would make a parody movie of his autobiography. Of course. It's weird out, man. <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe also did just like such a good job. Like, I think he's such a fun actor, but he was really good in that movie. He was, yeah. Must be nice to have so much money. You can just do whatever you want. <laughs> he did like a interview with GQ. It was one of those like, let's look back at my career timelines. And he talked about that and how he like liked doing Harry Potter. But he really wanted to like cement his role as a person who's up to do like anything. And he talks about that movie and how much fun it was. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend watching that video. My favorite tidbit in the run up to the movie, um, I think it was Daniel Radcliffe did an interview where he talked about Weird Al told him that the reason he picked him to play himself <laughs> is because he saw a clip from um, I think it's the Graham Norton show mm-hmm. um, where Daniel Radcliffe did. Oh, what was it? I think it was the periodic table song. Like he just <laughs> randomly did it on the show as like a yeah. thing. And Weird Al was like, it's a guy who gets me. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I like the little clips of the Graham Norton show. Like, yeah, they're pretty funny. Mm-hmm. All right. Favorite book. Anybody have a book they want to put out there? I have two. Um, I Must Betray You was really good. Um, 
it's so young adult fiction. Um, it made me cry. Um, <laughs> I I can't remember the author's name. I'm really bad. I forgot to write it down. Goodreads says the author's name is Ruta Sepetus. And uh, yeah, it's it's just about a teenage boy who pretty much gets forced to spy on his family and friends and neighbors. Um, and the reason he does it is because he wants to become a writer um, and he wants his freedom. So um, it's very heart wrenching, but it's an amazing story and I highly recommend it. And then the other one is One for All, which is a, um, a twist on the Three Musketeers. It's about a teenage girl whose father was a musketeer and how she ends up becoming a uh, training to be a musketeer and there's like a secret society for young women to learn to fight um that's cool so but she has this condition that she's trying to hide on top of that so it's also very very good <laughs> everyone's just nodding at I me know. so you know <laughs> <laughs> this is again where i'm thinking what have i read this year i have not been a very voracious reader this year yeah. i've read too much that's why i had to write it down <laughs> It's hard to pick favorites sometimes. Yeah. Like, I read two that I really like this year. The first one was called The Honeys by Ryan Lasala. It's a really good young adult horror book. The easiest way to explain it is like, think dark academia, but at summer camp meets Midsommar meets Heather's meets Jennifer's body. It's really, Whoa. really good. <laughs> I know that's a lot. That's a lot um, <laughs> it's really good. It's about this genderqueer teen who has a twin sister and they've kind of like grown apart. And his sister comes back from summer camp and she dies under mysterious circumstances. And so he decides to go to the summer camp where she was at to kind of like see what was going on and if maybe that was the cause of her death. And it's really, really good. I also started listening to the audiobook after reading the physical book and the audiobook's really cool. And then my other favorite was called Mistakes Were Made by Meryl Wilsner. The easiest way to explain that book is it's called the MILF book. Um, it's very much an adult <laughs> book and it's about um, a woman who hooks up with another woman, and then the next day she finds out it's her best friend's mom. So it's like the song Stacy's Mom, but in yeah. book form, and it's really, really good. Dun, Is it dun, as catchy dun. as Stacy's Mom? Yes. <laughs> okay, that's all I need to it's know. It's very catchy, <laughs> and it's very spicy, just FYI, like very, very spicy, but it's a really good book. Um, that That's that's work term appropriate, spicy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it is not a clean read. <laughs> So I just went over my Goodreads list of stuff that I've read this year. And the answer is almost nothing that's been published this year. <laughs> the The one thing I did read that's been published this year, there's this manga I follow called Skip Beat, which is adorable. It's about this girl who um, follows her boyfriend to Tokyo because he's going to become this big rock star and she wants to support him. Uh, and she's working these jobs and like trying to support him as he's making it big. And then he dumps her because he never really loved her. Um, he was just using her to keep him fed and housed while he was trying to make it. Um, so she vows to become more famous than him as revenge. Um, and she goes and starts working for this uh, acting studio and actually does, at least to this point, has actually done a, a fair amount of good stuff and... There's there's this romance that's just like really starting to take off. We're on volume 47 and it's just really starting to take off. This is a slow burn, guys. <laughs> Real slow. Yeah. That, it helps to know that she was 16 at the beginning of this. So okay, it's so. OK that they're going slow. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. But I'm very excited that this romance is actually happening now because I want it to happen so hard. 
<sighs> Sometimes you just you just love a, a main character or protagonist that like you really do like a happy dance when something good happens for them. You know, mm-hmm. you're like, come on, we can do it. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. A book which I really enjoyed, which I think was published last year, was The Book of Form and Emptiness by Ruth Ozeki. It's kind of, uh, I don't know, I, th- I think that it was ultimately upbeat, but it's kind of grim. It's about you know, a kid whose uh, dad gets hit by a car and his, you know, his and his mother's attempts at you know, just kind of getting their stuff back together in the aftermath of that. Um, it's good. It's a good library book. It's got a lot of. It's, a lot of it is set in a public library. Nice. You Sounds run. like a good book club sort of book. I think it would absolutely lend itself very well to discussion. Cool. All right. Well, we shall move on to our next question. Anybody attend a concert this year? I saw Orville Peck this year. He's my like one of my favorite musicians. He's a country senior and queer, and he was really really good. I love him a lot. I went and saw Gorillas in September. It was super oh. fun. Gorillas don't tour that often, so it was super fun to be able to go. Although it took forever between the opening act and when Gorillas actually started. I think it was like an hour in between acts. It was insane. <laughs> but it was good nonetheless. Yeah. It was worth the wait. Mm-hmm. What is a Gorillas concert actually like? I mean, are there? I mean, it's mostly people that you can see on stage, or yes. they're like cartoons that you it's can see mostly on stage. Damon Albarn just singing everything because he's the only like regular vocalist in the whole band. <laughs> it's really essentially him, and then some backup singers <laughs> and the band that's playing the instruments. But so it's like a touring band, mm-hmm. which Gorillaz works that like into their lore, which I think is hilarious. Often when they do a tour. It's like the fake imposter gorillas band that's going around touring and they get like stuck in the locker room or things like that. It's hilarious. <laughs> if you've never checked out gorillas lore, it's a trip. Let me tell you. <laughs> They're such a good band. I'm so excited for their new album. Me too. Getting all this stuff to do like when I don't have anything to do now, like <laughs> films and books and gorillas lore. <laughs> Gotta look all this stuff up. <laughs> I know you went to some concerts, Lee. I went to a ton of concerts. <laughs> <laughs> this was the year of concerts. Um, I went to the Kilby Block Party. Um, I did, and I highly recommend this if you can afford it, the two-day VIP pass. <laughs> Food was better. Lines were shorter. Bathrooms were better. Being able to get up closer to the stage was better. Like everything. Yeah. Um, I am now a fan of Dad Bod, so <laughs> thanks, Kilby Court. Um, <laughs> and there was a, there were just so many acts. Um, I also um, got a membership to Red Butte, and so I could go to the concerts there to get the ticket sales jumping in on the early day thing. Um, so I got to see uh, Melissa Etheridge and Keb Mo there, and that was absolutely amazing. Um, if you've never heard them live please do so. Um, I know Carl, it's not, didn't we talk about Kebmo and you're like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> Carl has thoughts. Um, <laughs> Which he can't voice because he has no microphone. Right. <laughs> um, I also saw um, Danielle Ponder at the stateroom. Um, she's a local artist from my hometown of Rochester. And she was absolutely amazing. Um, and Talia Keys opened for Danielle Ponder, and uh, they were absolutely phenomenal too. So 
Um, I was really excited about that. And um, yeah, it was funny. Like I, I was right up front. And she said something and I was like, Rochester love. And she's like, <laughs> who's here from Rochester? <laughs> so I was like, me. <laughs> um, and then the most recent concert, I went and saw Lizzo. So I'm so jealous of that. Um, Lotto opened for Lizzo. Um, both were phenomenal. Like I, I was dancing the entire time. So it was a really amazing performance from both of them. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do next year. <laughs> but I know what be. I want to go to next year, but I don't think I'll be able to get tickets. What? Which Taylor one? Swift is going to Colorado. Oh, yeah. I don't want to get that. Yeah. But I know her tickets always go super fast, so I probably mm. won't. <laughs> yeah. I saw Porridge Radio at Kilby Court, uh, and they were excellent. They had a great, great album out this year, and I saw The Beths about a month before that. Um, and they have a great album out, Expert in a Dying Field, which is, uh, if, we're, if we're doing an album of the year, I'll pick that. <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. Though I've been enjoying the Taylor Swift, but I've only been listening, I've listened to it once now. I may have it on repeat. I, <laughs> I have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Antihero is my first, favorite off the record of the, well, the first time mm-hmm. through. Yeah. I forgot I also saw Michael Franti at Red Butte um, and I'd been wanting to see him uh, since one of, one of my best friends who lives in Florida, she's like, he's like pure sunshine. Go see him. <laughs> and she was so right. It was nice. like, I felt like I left his show feeling like so full, like my heart was so full, like everybody hugged. We were all dancing together. It was great. It was really, really great. Um, I also saw my morning jacket at Red Butte too. That was an experience. (laughs) (laughs) Lee really has gone to all the concerts. I did. (laughs) Yeah. My other concert I want to do next year that I don't know if it'll happen or not is Paramore's coming through. Same. Really want to see them. I love Paramore. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Did anybody go on any exciting trips this year? No, because I went to all the concerts. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) My exciting trip this year is I went to the Public Library Association Conference back in March. I had to look this up because I wasn't sure. I was like, was that this year or last year? I can't remember things anymore. It was this year. Um, It was in Portland. It was super fun. Um, One of my coworkers and I presented on using Discord to connect to teens. So we talked about like the teen lounge that we have here in our system that we use. So. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Portland's a fun city. I want to go back there. Discord's fun. Discord is super fun. Yeah. <laughs> I spend way too much time on Discord. Yeah. But I get paid for it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I have a lot of friends that use Discord, so my phone is constantly going off. I'm like, I, you know, it's like, oh, you have 20 new messages. You have 50 new messages. I'm like, what are you guys talking about now? <laughs> I had to turn off Discord notifications. <laughs> Wild. Yeah. Because, you know, some of my friends, they, you know, they sleep during the day. So they're up all night. So like my phone will be going off at like three in the morning, four in the morning. And they're like, hey, anybody want up? Anybody up? Want to play? Like, da, da, da. I'm like, no, go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? Any fun trips? No, because I'm a poor grad student. Next year, maybe. I want to try and go to Canada because um, I have a big birthday next year, so I'm trying to do something fun. But we'll see if that works out, because I still need to get my passport. Whereabouts in Canada? Um, Toronto. 
Nice. I've got a friend that lives out there. So. Fun. Yeah. I think it's always great when you can like uh, go someplace new or, you know, haven't been in a while and it's there's somebody that lives there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It kind of makes the experience a little better. Um, plus, you, mm-hmm. you know, like you want to do the touristy things, but then again, you don't want to do the super touristy things. Yeah. And they all they know where to get the good food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's the important part. Yes. <laughs> Did you have anything, Tim? No, I haven't been Not anywhere really. interesting. We're a really interesting bunch I here. Don't know. <laughs> we went to all the concerts. Really? I realize I'm forgetting <laughs> to concerts, put in all the movies. Yeah. I for, I'm forgetting no, to read all of Mindy's read answers here. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> Where's Mindy so been? For concerts she went to this year, this is, this is kind of a concert and a trip, so it works. Um, she and her husband went to Vancouver to see their favorite band. I think it's pronounced Kaleo. Kaleo. I think Kaleo. Um, so that's cool. Awesome. Yay, Mindy. Yay. And then <laughs> this year was also their parents, her parents' 50th wedding anniversary. So they went on a cruise to Alaska. Oh. Which I've heard is just absolutely gorgeous and super fun. I've heard that too. Yeah. So next question. Is there anything that you did this year, like a project or a program that you are particularly proud of personal or professional thing i'll start with mindy's so you guys have time to think about it (laughs) um mindy started making leather bracelets and keychains using a laser cutter this year and she says they've been turning out really good awesome i actually just went to a market and um there was a a vendor that was selling the leather the marked leather whatever Mm. um i i bought a couple of things from them but yeah it's really cool um, I guess since I'm talking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so um, professional wise, I am actually very proud of the Juneteenth that we did this year. Um, we had some hiccups and, um, you know, people either canceling last minute or once we figured out what we were going to do and how we were going to do it. Um, it was difficult to find people, performers or speakers because. Juneteenth is a big event and a lot of people were already booked for the weekend. But even still, and the day of, there was like this huge windstorm too. We still got over 300 people that showed up. So that was really amazing. Um, I did a poetry open mic and um, only got five people to come up. But I, I think it was still very beneficial to have that time for people to share their stories um, and their poetry and their words. So. Very, very proud of that. And then on a personal level, um, I got through my writer's block and um, I wrote a poem based off of a Netflix show about the history of hip hop. So nice. <laughs> first part of the poem really, uh, I had a friend read it and they're like, yeah, that sounds real New York. I'm like, well, duh. <laughs> <laughs> From New York. <laughs> but I was really happy and proud of that. So cool Mm. i think my big thing i did this year that i'm proud of and this is a a thing that's not just a me thing it was like a group thing but i'm taking ownership of it because i want to Um, (laughs) so we just launched in september um the libertera discord server so this is a dungeons and dragons server that we're running um for the county library system that we've created like our own special D&D world where we run or people from the community 
hopefully more people from the community, uh, <laughs> run games like one shots in this world. Um, and we run it kind of like Adventurers League, where you can bring the same character to different games and you just keep leveling them up as you go from game to game to game. And it's been going super well. We have a bunch of people on the server. We've got a bunch of people that have wanted to DM for us um, and run games. So I am thoroughly enjoying it. I think it's all very cool. It is very cool. (laughs) It's also very cool that you got people that want to DM. (laughs) Yes. We have two people so far that have gone through the process of getting approved and are ready to go. They can run games whenever they want. And we've got several more that are in the process right now and then several more that are waiting for us to have librarians or other library workers available to work with them to get them approved. So it's a process, but it's going very well and I'm very excited about it. Yay. Congrats on that. Thank you. Um, it also reminded me, I did not do Juneteenth alone. <laughs> there, no, it was Holly. Yeah, no, definitely not. Um, <laughs> there was an amazing group of library staff that uh, we all worked together to put that together. So, yeah. Sarah, Tim? Um, work-wise, I'm really proud of a display I did for October. It was a blind date with a book display. They were all like spooky books. We had over 150 books check out. Oh, wow. Which if you know anything about displays, that's a lot. And this is like a very small display. It was also a group effort because I did not wrap 150 books by myself. <laughs> um, I was really proud of that. And then personal wise, I participated in Grid Zine Fest this year, which is like a yearly zine festival where people can go and like purchase zines. And it was my first time selling zines and I sold some earrings and I was also featured in Slug Mag, which was kind of a cool thing. Awesome. And I started, yeah, and I like it's cool to like start selling my own earrings and next year I want to start my own business with it. So nice. I was involved with a pretty cool program in the summer reading. We did the program at Granite. We did it at Kearns. That's where we're at right now, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, we are. And we did it out at Daybreak. Were you part of the the (laughs) band that went around? Yeah. Nice. Um, I don't know. We made a, I mean, I wrote two songs that I played during that thing. and that was a lot of fun, and I think it went over pretty well with people. I guess I'm pretty pleased with my suggestion for what we should have in the October guessing jar. Because it's like, what can we do in the October jar? I said, just put some empty jars out and have them guess how many ghosts. <laughs> That's amazing. Yes. And they did it, because I was not, it was a joke when I said it at first. Yeah, what I've learned is like, uh, even in even in jest, People are like, that's a good idea. You should go do that. And you're like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We might be a little too literal as librarians sometimes. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> we kind of already answered this. The, the next question is, what's been your biggest accomplishment this year? So if you have a different accomplishment that you want to talk about besides whatever you just talked about, do so now. Otherwise, we'll just consider the last question this question too i kind of feel like the podcast like i think you know kind of we had some you know it i think we were supposed to start last year and we were yeah and there's just a lot of i mean i don't have to explain what happened the last couple years but (laughs) um and then this year it was just like boom everything open everything's good everything's great do it do it all (laughs) and everyone's like oh my what (laughs) you know so it was a little overwhelming and I'm sure a lot of us have had, you know, great successes and a lot of like kind of hiccups or failures or obstacles. Um, but this is one thing that I've enjoyed and I look forward to. So, Yay. This is my baby. <laughs> my baby. 
Mine's been grad school. I started at the beginning of the year, grad school to become an actual librarian. Um, that's something I've been wanting to do since I was like a little kid. So it was really nice to know like, oh cool, like I'm actually doing it. Like in two years time, I will probably be an actual librarian. So that's pretty cool. Yay. Yeah, that's awesome. It's very stressful, but it's oh, fun. Yeah, yeah. It's very, very, grad school is no joke. <laughs> It's true. Grad school gave me white hairs. <laughs> so speaking of the podcast, how do you feel the podcast has gone this year? Anyone it, want to talk about their experience? It's been a roller coaster, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> it has. Yeah. This was, like I said, this is this is my baby. And I only call it that because it was my idea originally. And I've been trying to make this happen for a while. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then it happened and I was so happy. But it's definitely, it's, it's been a little rough. It's been a work in progress. It's getting better. <laughs> I think we just needed to find our groove, you know, get comfortable, like talking and what have you and um, learning software and how to use equipment and things like that. Um, thank goodness for other people yes. who want to learn the software. <laughs> We're so glad we have people like Tim and Carl who know all of the technical side of this so yes. we could just talk. Yay. Yes. Because I talking is what I'm good at. Here, <laughs> here. <Hear. laughs> Sarah, Tim, do either of you have thoughts you want to contribute? I mean, I'm glad that like we were able to like start doing the pro podcast because like you guys said, we've been waited like several months to like actually get the approval to go ahead. And I still think we're like figuring some things out. Personally, I would love to hear from more listeners if someone wanted to like send us questions or give us feedback. I think we would all really appreciate that. Yes. And some interactions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even if you just send us a note saying, you guys are weird, but I like you. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> we would really that. love that. <laughs> a little less if you say you guys are weird and I don't like you, but <laughs> even that's something. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Have you gotten any kind of feedback from anybody on this? I have not. Not to the not to the podcast email. Uh, I mean, besides like coworkers and like friends, you know, that live out of state, they're like, yeah, I listen to your podcast. It's great. Um, specifically, like mm -hmm. the staff at Magna. Yeah. They're fans of us. <laughs> Hi, Magna staff. Right. Hello. <laughs> we even have some like international listeners. I have a friend in Canada who listens to us. He listens every single month. So hello, friend in Canada. Yay. Yay. So Mindy said, um, like many things, the podcast is still young and always evolving. We've had our issues with staff turnover and figuring out kinks with editing and equipment, but it's coming along. I just hope listeners are enjoying it. Same, Mindy. Uh -huh. Same. <laughs> <laughs> so when you look back at this year, 2022, what is it that you will remember about this year? Bold of you to assume that I will remember this year. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. <laughs> Honestly, it's almost every year, but it's people's resilience um, and just getting up every day and doing the things that make them happy, bring them joy, fire up their passions. Um, those people, they, they give me life. So I'm always looking for them in the little pockets of gloom that we have here and there. And mm. there's been quite a few pockets of gloom this year. So, yeah. Yeah. I think for me, honestly, what I'll remember about 2022 is that it's when things started to be normal-ish again <laughs> after the pandemic. Um, 
2021 in particular was very back and forth. Sometimes things were great and it was almost normal. And then we'd go back to like almost quarantine and it was rough, guys. But Mm -hmm. 2022, like we finally seem to have settled into whatever the new normal is. And I I like that that's happened. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, there's still things that like, especially working with the public that just kind of like blindside me, (laughs) you know, Um, just the things that people come up with and ask. And today a guy yelled at me, you know, like Mm -hmm. listeners, we get yelled at a lot, Um, (laughs) a lot, (laughs) a lot. Um, And it's just, yeah, quirky stuff like that. Um, And then we were talking because we've noticed like an uptick of houseless people and I'm like where are they coming from because Magna's not really anywhere on like a, a track sign or anything and then you hear about all these states that are just like busing their houseless everywhere and I'm like mm-hmm. I, I don't know how I would like it kind of enrages me a little bit <laughs> um they're still people you know like they're not pawns in a game yeah so, I know sorry little Debbie Downer here <laughs> <laughs> thinking about it, it's probably going to be opening granite that I will remember because I had been at the Smith branch for 25 years. Oh, wow. And I'd just been, you know, at that little library forever and ever and ever. Started as a shelver when I was 19. Nice. And, and with that closing and, and moving to granite, it's been, a, you know, it's a giant change and it's a much bigger library. Everything is shiny and new and get the create space, all that stuff to learn. And, you know, and all, most of the familiar patrons have migrated over, but there's all, a lot of new people coming in. And it's, so that's been a real different thing with the big, with the big new library. That's what I will remember. Yeah. Nice. Everybody wants to check out the sh- shiny new toy, you know. <laughs> that's right. Well, and the yeah. Granite Library is beautiful. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Smith Library can like very easily fit into the Granite Library. <laughs> it's true. The Smith Library is so small. You could probably take uh, the Columbus and Smith and put it into Granite and, <laughs> and still have so space. Mm. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. What they were saying is that the in our in our staff area, the work area, the, the entire building would have fit back there, you know, forget wow. the public area. Right. <laughs> I think when I look back about this year, I think of the, the song lyrics from the Mountain Goats. It's an old song, but it's, um, I'm going to make it through this year, even if it kills me. That like rings true for me like every year, but especially this year. Um, for me, it's been like a really rough year. So just like, I think I'm going to think about those song lyrics and be like, you know what? I made it and the year is over and now I can try new things and hopefully be better. Woohoo. Mm-hmm. All right. Last question. What are you looking forward to in 2023? Don't limit yourself. This could be anything. Personal life, professional life. Next season of Bridgerton. Yes. I love Bridgerton so much. It's ridiculous. I have yet to watch it. It is the perfect like encapsulation of a romance novel, but in TV show format. It's so great. And by great, I mean terrible, but that's what makes it great. (laughs) For me, work-wise, we're going to be starting a zine club at Kearns in the new year that I'm very excited to run with my coworker. And we're also trying to work on like a zine collection in the branch. So I'm very excited for that. And then personal-wise, I volunteer um, under the umbrella. It's a queer bookstore. And I'm starting a romance book club that I'm very excited to do. Um, 
more in 2023. So those are my two things I'm looking forward to. Nice. Excellent. Yeah. I I feel like I'm slacking. I'm like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm like, I need to get through December first. <laughs> it's fine. December will come. I know. Too fast, though. Ready or not. Yeah. <laughs> Well, by the time this podcast comes out, it will already be December. That's oh, true. There you right. go. Womp, womp. <laughs> Our secret's out. <laughs> no, we don't pre-record these things. What? 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 Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but honestly, I'm seriously looking forward to um, continuing the podcast. And I think we have some really great ideas for upcoming episodes. And I'm looking forward to all the new guests to talk to and learn from. So be cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I have anything specific that I'm looking forward to next year. Um, I'm hopeful that there will be some new job opportunities for me. In particular, I really miss working with teens, and I really hope that I get to work with teens again. But I also don't want to leave Sandy, so I don't know how that's <laughs> going to work out. <laughs> mm. uh, if only Cassie and I could be co-teen librarians. It would be perfect. A dynamic duo. <laughs> They're both very awesome librarians. Um, yeah. Um, and I am looking forward to more Skip Beat coming out next year because it will continue forever and I will continue to read it forever. Probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> if they make it, Mika will come. <laughs> <laughs> There's probably something that I really am looking forward to next year that I just like am not remembering in this moment. <laughs> And yeah. afterwards, I'm going to be like, oh, that thing. Why didn't I talk about that? Yeah. Uh, that's my life. <laughs> <laughs> Feel that. <laughs> Did anybody else have anything? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm planning to uh, put out an album sometime next year. Ooh. So. Ooh. That'll be cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Have my songs from the, from the aforementioned story time this summer, <laughs> the bowl, along with a bunch of other things. Nice. Is there a particular genre you write, or is it just kind of whatever? Uh, I don't know what it is. I just think of it as singer-songwriter stuff. I think people think that it's kind of 60s folky stuff. Okay. When people tell me what they think I sound like. Cool. You'll have to let us know. Psychedelic folky stuff. Um, <laughs> that sounds amazing. You can amazing. find my stuff online as, under, uh, if you search for Timothy Patrick Hinkle. I'm going to go for look this up. For absurd reasons, I decided to use my full name. <laughs> But (laughs) there's stuff on YouTube, there's stuff on Spotify, stuff wherever. Sweet. Nice. You guys heard it here. Everybody go look (laughs) him up. I'm going to do it. (laughs) All right. Last call. Anything else anyone wants to mention? Carl? (laughs) (laughs) Carl never wants to talk. (laughs) Well, we want to thank everyone so much for listening to us. This episode was a bit rambly, but hopefully it was still entertaining. Um, They like our rambles. I hope they like our (laughs) rambles. We would love to hear from you. Just like we said, email us at shelvespodcast at slcolibrary.org. You can find new and old episodes of this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We're everywhere. Everywhere. (laughs) Everywhere you look. (laughs) And that's it for today. I don't remember what our next episode is going to be about. So just tune in and find out. It'll be a surprise. Surprise. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, y'all. Bye. Bye. Bye.